You're listening to I Spied, the Bite Size app. I Spied Light. I Spied Light. I like yeah, that. See, I Spied Light. It's like aspartame, but without the crappy aftertaste. I don't know what aspartame is, but <laughs> it's it really oh, well, I think Australians call it aspartame. Like, you know the, st- the stuff, the sweetener, the sweetener? Uh, it oh, gives you dementia. Sugar. No, there's the fake sweetener. Yeah, that's why I don't have it because, look, I don't need dementia. <laughs> I'm already struggling with my own mind anyway. Great. Right, now, this one is a little weird and creepy. You know all those great gadgets? As opposed to anything you say. <laughs> I'll, take that as a, I'll take that as a compliment. Um, right. There's, <laughs> we've talked about Atomic Blonde and we've talked about yes. spies and, you know, what they're like in the movies. But this is literally talking about the really cool kit that the CIA used to use in Moscow. Because Moscow, of all places, back in the Cold War, Moscow, and it probably would still be now, Moscow is like ground zero for spies. I would imagine. When you walk out the door of the Or Embassy, you know you have a tail. You just do. Pretty sure, like, everyone spies on each other, right? Yeah, but not to the level that the KGB, well, back then the KGB, now the NKV, or I can't remember, some acronym. So many acronyms. Right, so many acronyms. 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 Too many acronyms. Too little time. Right, so you walk out of the embassy and the Russians are on your tail. Yeah. So the the CIA had to come up with some ideas of what to do to basically work out a way of getting around it. The first one was, it was called the SSR-10, I think, or SSR-100, but essentially what we call them now is earwigs. Right, earwigs. Earwigs. You get, I know what an earwig is. Yeah. It's like the thing with the little pincers on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not quite like that. We, we call them earwigs, but they're just tiny, 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 tiny. Like they're like apple earbuds or whatever you call them. Uh, only AirPods. AirPods. You are such a boomer. Yes, I am. AirPods. Yeah, my mum has an Apple Watch and she really loves it. And she talks to me on it all the time. Generally, when she's in public, and I don't know. Anyway, getting back <laughs> Pro- to probably because she pretends like she's a spy because you can talk to you and she, she talks, watch like you get. She smart. walks around Dick yeah, Tracying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Great. So these earwigs, they put them in your ears, yeah. and you can't see them. They actually, what the CIA would do is they'd actually put like form mm-hmm. them so it would be a fake ear inside your ear. Oh, and what is in this? Right. Well, what would there would be an induction coil around your neck that would send the signal up to the earwigs, yeah. and then there would be a receiver. And what they did was they tuned the receiver to the KGB radio frequency. So they could hear the surveillance talking about what they were doing. So they could tell if they were on surve- being surveilled. Right. So point one, knowing you're being surveilled. That's the most important point. Yep. Number two, how do you get away from them? How do you foil your Apparently pursuit? you go into a live sex show? Well, that's what I would do. <laughs> and that's what the KGB would do. But the CIA didn't do that. No. The CIA had a thing. And you know, I love it. Mission Impossible. Yes. Tom Cruise always pulls the mask off. Yes, I think it's Tom great. Tom Cruise. It's like my favourite. They did that. What? They did that. No. Yes. It was called the five-second mask. They could create like they a fake would, mask. It, they, they'd create a mask that had to be – but the other thing is the mask had to be able to be crumpled up and stuffed in your armpit. Huh. If you did have to take the mask off quickly, you needed to be able to put it on and take it off in five seconds. Right, so you'd be driving along. How does it not look like a mask though? Because it's actually formed to your face. So this mask is created wow. to form to your face and it looks pretty much exactly the opposite of what you do. So if you're blonde-haired, as you are, and- So uh, the mask comes with hair? Yeah, hair, the whole- like, it was a, How it, does it fit under your arm? Yes, very thin latex. Okay. So right. This is all technology. I'm very, very, very impressed with. It's easier than sitting down at a makeup table and doing yep. makeup. And it means you can put it on and take it off very quickly. So the classic trick was you leave the, the embassy in your car, you drive mm-hmm. down the street, you wait until you've got a tail, then you turn right and right, two right turns. And as you soon- always have to turn right and right? Yeah, generally you take two turns. 
Right, okay. and right's always a good way to do it. The Americans turn right, we turn less. Doesn't really matter. You turn two okay. turns so the two same turns. direction. Yep. And that way, you'll know if they're coming. You know, if you're being followed. Right. As soon as you do that, you stop. You put your mask on. You get out of the car. You walk in the opposite direction you came from. So what you they could be for? Is this in the spy manual? It is. It is in the CIA spy manual, and okay. I have a PDF copy of it. Really? Would you like it? Yes. All right, I'll get it to you. Anyway, getting back to it. Yep. So you would say there were two of you in the car. Yep. You'd jump out of the car and your the driver would keep going and you would work walk in the opposite direction towards where the surveillance yeah. is coming from, but you've got a completely different face. So because they don't you've reckon- you've got your Mission Impossible mask. Yeah, you're just a grumpy old Russian with a furry hat on. Now, here's the problem. There were two people in the car, but if you jump out of the car and start walking in the opposite direction with your five-second mask on, there's only one person in the car. So what do we do? I don't know. What? It was called a jack-in-a-box. Okay. A jack-in-a-box. It was essentially an inflatable you. Okay. Right. So you'd jump out of the car. Yep. The driver would then pick up a bag and put it on the seat and that ba- then inflate it and an inflatable you would go and be sitting there in the- This is not true. It is utterly true. This is CIA- like, this is CIA tradecraft. This is crazy. Yeah, but it worked. Because as a surveillance officer, you're not looking at faces. And right. So then they would silhouettes. stop and just sit behind behind you thinking that was you, but it's an inflatable thing. And then you're off with a fake face yeah, doing other exactly. stuff. Exactly. And the, the big problem is, of course, if you start going, <laughs> or even worse, if you have a catastrophic failure and your body goes, <laughs> Around inside the car. <laughs> KGB, like, that guy had way too many beans for dinner. Right. So there's that. Now, yes. what if you wanted to sneak someone out of the embassy without anyone knowing you're sneaking them out of the embassy? I mean, I could say the Arabs know how to do that. They just chop you up yeah, into tiny little yeah, pieces. You want that person to leave and then do a job as oh, opposed okay, to right, right. leave and cause a major international incident. Yeah. We're now, talking about Khashoggi in case you don't yeah, know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, an entire episode oh, on sh- it. Oh, yep. Let's do yeah, another mark, episode. Yeah. Mark, mark it down. Right, mark it down. Okay. Uh, next year. Anyway, here's the thing. There was a thing they called Doggo. Mm-hmm. What they did was they turned around to a couple that were moving to the embassy from the United States and said, buy a very large dog. Oh, God. What, what are we doing to the dog? We're going to measure it. Okay. Right? So they get this really, 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 really big dog. Okay. You know, like a, you know, and a shaggy dog as well. So like an, an English Shepherd. Okay. So they got this dog and it was a big shaggy dog and then they took it to the CAA wig maker. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the CAA have a wig maker. I think it's great. And they made a copy of the dog. Just like a skin of the dog. Yeah. So what they would then do is that couple would then regularly drive out of the embassy with the dog on the back seat. Sometimes the dog would be up and jumping around. Sometimes the dog would be asleep. It Mm. really didn't matter what. But eventually the guard would just go, oh, it's them and the dog. Because the guard was a Russian. Ah. So he was reporting back to the Russians. There was always an American guard, a Marine, but on the other side of the gate, there was a Russian. Oh. So what would happen is if you wanted to get a guy out of the embassy. Put him in a dog suit. Put him in a dog suit. And he, well, not in a dog suit. It, they basically just <laughs> draped this dog Fake. skin over him. Gross. So it looked like the dog was sleeping in the back. That was Doggo. Now, that was, I love that one. Just when I was reading about this, my first thought was, oh my God, they're going to cut this dog open and put a person in it and smuggle them into Russia. No, I know. I mean, it's, like it's, a, a, it's like a Tadakan. Spy Duckin. Spy Duckin. Spy Duckin. Yeah. Spy Doggin. Spy Doggin. Spy Doggo. Got it. Okay. Right. Well, now we've learned things. What else? Uh, Dead drops. 
Okay. That's what you do with the dog. No. <laughs> Dead drops. Dead drops are how you pass information to agents. Okay. Right. And we mentioned this the other day talking about conspiracy mm. theories. What happens is you leave material in plain sight mm. or in simple public places where your agent can pick it up and they can put stuff there and deliver it back. I talked about Skripov in King's Cross with a magnetic yeah. box. The CIA came up with a classic, a dead rat. They would okay. go out and yeah. pe- like because they they realised in any culture no one will touch a dead rat. No one will touch a dead rat, no. and there's lots of them around in America. Yeah, well, Russia too. So what they would do is they get the dead rat. Well, they take the dead rat to a, a taxidermist mm. who would then preserve the dead rat and like then hollow it out and make put Velcro on its stomach and all that sort of oh. stuff. And then you'd be surprised what you can put in a dead rat. You can fit quite a lot in it. So then you put your stuff in the dead rat, seal the dead rat up and drop it in the street that at a is predetermined location. ingenious. Brilliant. What if there was another dead rat and you accidentally picked that one up? Well, sucker, you, got, well, you just pick up lots of dead rats until you get okay. the right one. I feel now, like- But what do you do if an animal comes across a dead rat that's very hungry and wants to eat it? I don't know what. You've dipped the dead rat in Tabasco sauce. This is a lot. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so these are just these are just some of the techniques that they used. We haven't even started on the cameras. Surely, surely they don't use a lot of this stuff anymore. Well, the funny thing is, yeah, they do. Oh. They'd have to. There you go. you got to remember, despite the fact that we have all of this technology at our- uh, It's the simplicity of- Human intelligence is the really, it's a big way to go. You've still got to have human to human contact. Yep. You've still got to be able to get messages to your agent. And I mean, sure, you can set up dead letter drops online, but yep. bottom line is- You've got to be able to get them physical material. So, and you know what? If you're if you're in doubt, get a dead rat. Oh, one other thing. No, we're done. Really? Yeah. You don't want to it's hear about It's meant to be f- bite-sized. You're, now you're going fully into it. Just let's shh. You don't want to hear about the fake scrotum? Shh. Okay. Shh. 